0: We're building this city one day at a time. Welcome to Grow Lincoln, the program with Lincoln's future in mind. Your hosts are former Lincoln City Councilwoman Robin Eshelman and Dave Albers, two experts in the field of commercial real estate and business development. Now, it's time to Grow Lincoln on the voice of Lincoln, ninety nine three KLIN. Welcome
1: to this special short half-hour edition of Grow Lincoln. Pre-game for baseball will be up in 30 minutes, but first, on to some business news.
0: And this segment is possible today because of Nebraska Green Sorghum Board, Lower Platte South, Natural Resource District, Lincoln Chamber of Commerce, and Baylor, Efnen, Wolf and Tannehill Law Firm.
1: Coming up on the show today, remember when you bought title insurance. Do you even know why you bought it? Sometimes it does come in handy, so we will hear some stories.
0: And lots of people are suddenly interested in CDs and bonds. Now that interest rates are up, Roger Frank will explain.
1: And a full report on businesses opening, closing, and moving around.
0: Well, Robin, we have a special guest in our studio with us.
1: Title problems after the closing. Um, if you're lucky, you've never heard of this. Um, we wanted to bring in Kelly Cunningham from Charter Title because every once in a while it does happen and she can explain why is it that we buy this title insurance and what, you know, what does it cover and when do you know that you need to go back to the title company and get some help on this. So we wanted to tell you welcome to the show, Kelly. Thank you, thanks for
2: having me. <laughs> what is it like?
1: Um, what happens if you have a title problem? Or what is a title problem?
2: Yeah, so truthfully, a lot of the title problems that happen after closing were because of human error at the title company you were working with. So maybe your name was misspelled on a deed. Oh, Maybe the legal description was wrong. Usually the Register of Deeds catches us on that, but guess what? They're human too. So things like that, if you discover something like that, go back to the title company you were working with and they'll fix it for you. They have a vested interest in making sure everything is correct. Usually we find it, But sometimes the consumer finds it first. Well
1: and that's interesting because the consumer is probably likely to find it on the register of deeds and you you know so then your first call would be to them but then I assume they tell you at that point.
2: Yes they call us and they say hey my name was misspelled or you forgot my husband or whatever the case may be and then we go and fix it right away with no cost to you.
1: So so buyers need to hang on to your name and phone number from back when they did that closing they need to keep that somewhere yes so they can remember which title company they used and who to go back to
2: yes keep it safe keep it handy and then really look at the legal documents that you're reviewing and signing we're human we right. do the best we can but of course we make mistakes so just take one little quick peek
0: well and to your point I think uh, you guys well you usually catch it and then usually the registered deeds will catch it if something's kind of
1: so there's a couple fail safes right place.
0: if yeah. something's kind of wonky yeah uh, normally
1: well okay so give some examples of some of these common problems that you've seen
2: so those common problems like i was saying names misspelled forgot a husband there was no marital status oftentimes they they live on the deed There are some common problems that we face that we cannot fix, like charter title could not fix. Those would be like boundary disputes. That would be our most common issue that Hmm. we see. We can't discover that at the time we issue title insurance. But if you do have an extended policy, it should cover that. So then you would need to file a claim with our underwriter. So Oftentimes you'll call us first and we'll say file a claim with Old Republic or Fidelity or whoever it is and then they'll investigate and defend you against that legal action. Okay,
1: so to clarify for people exactly what you mean by boundary, um, you're probably talking about a fence or something like that. Like you go in to install a fence and then you find out this is my neighbor's land, right? And so somebody at some point tells you go back to your title company And what you're saying is the title company may not be able to do anything about it. But if the mistake was the way they described, if there was a mistake in the way they described the boundary, you can fix it. But not if there's an actual encroachment.
2: Right. So the differentiation here is. You wouldn't work with Charter Title to resolve that issue for you. You'd work with Old Republic or Fidelity who has an entire legal claims department who will defend that action for you in court. Usually there's like a small deductible but you know there was no way for Charter Title to discover it. Right. So our that's what we have title insurance for and that's what the underwriter protects us and you.
0: I think in that sort of situation, I, some people don't want to go out and get surveys done on their property to try to save some money, but you can see that that's a good idea to do that uh, when something like this arises.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, especially if you're buying an acreage or something of that sort. Yeah.
1: Have you had any weird things that have happened, any odd ones?
2: So I asked my title examiner and he said he couldn't think of anything, but he did say that. You know so after you get a divorce in the state of Nebraska there's a 30-day right to appeal so we can't do anything with real estate for 31 days and people don't like that rule because then they're had their single the divorce happened it's right. done he did say oh. one time he had somebody come in on the 30th day and he had filed an appeal against his wife and he completely blew up the entire closing she wasn't able to sell the house that she was selling. So he said, I know our rules are kinda silly, but they seem silly, but there's a reason for them. Oh
1: wow.
0: That that's interesting. There's yeah.
1: It's always something. (laughs) Emotional
0: issues. Woo.
1: But I guess if you only have weird things happen once a year, then that's that title insurance is doing its job and you know yeah. things are being caught thanks a lot kelly cunningham from charter title now you know why you buy this and now you kind of know what to look out for to make sure that title insurance policy is working for you thanks for coming in
2: thanks for having me
1: coming up next roger frank from frank financial concepts interest rates are up that's making cds and bonds look better people are starting to do that we'll be right back
0: it's grow lincoln 1499 3 K-L-I-N.
1: We're all done with that 25 degrees at night stuff. It is now lose your coat weather. Um, It may be cooler in the morning, um, but temperatures aren't gonna get below 47 degrees. And during the day, they may soar up to 86 degrees this week. No rain in the outlook until next weekend.
0: This segment is possible today because of Service Master Professional Building Maintenance, University of Nebraska Lincoln College of Business, Realtors Association of Lincoln, Sartor Heyman Jewelers, and Lincoln Electric System.
1: Roger Frank in studio with us. He's from Frank Financial Concepts, and interest rates have been going up. So a lot of people looking at CDs and bonds. How are you doing today, Roger?
3: I'm doing great this weekend. It's a wonderful weekend. And Robin, I'm glad that we're finally seeing some warm weather. Yeah, we're going to turn on our sprinkler systems and get going for the summer.
1: Yes, (laughs) yes. The yards are needing some water.
3: You know, Robin, you're right. Uh, CDs and bonds have been in the the news for quite a while now. Um, I think CDs have been pretty popular with my clients for the last six months. Interest rates have risen, so people are taking advantage of that. I think a CD uh, is a deposit account that usually pays a fixed annual percentage yield in exchange for locking up your money for a fixed amount of time. A lot of people don't realize that, but... Typically, CDs that I see are in the three months to a few years. Usually, you don't go past too much of the few years, but CD yields tend to fluctuate along the Federal Reserve's benchmark interest rate, which has risen over the last year. We've talked about that several times on the show. And CDs are considered safe and and are protected by FDIC, up to $250,000 per depositor.
1: So, if you're worried about bank liquidity these days, which I don't, I don't know if you need to be all that worried if it's Lincoln Bank, but just mm-hmm. let's say you are, should you make sure you split them up among different financial institutions and keep it under two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. at each place?
3: Yeah, I think that is the rule of thumb that most people talk about is is making sure your, uh, your depositors are under the two hundred fifty threshold. However, I do know that banks have a program where they can uh, combine and use other banks to help ensure some of that as well Uh, there's more more to that in details than what I'm given today but there is some uh, options available that local banks have uh, when you're over the 250 range
0: yeah well Roger To that point, explain that financial planners can also get you into some uh, CDs.
3: Absolutely. We've been doing CDs. Uh, We don't necessarily do them locally because we can't get those locally. However, we have CDs available from banks all over the U.S., Um, all different interest rates, all different maturity levels as far as dates go. So what we do is we just shop those banks and make sure that we're getting the best rate for our clients as we possibly can.
1: talk about bonds because people always wonder when is a good or bad time to buy those
3: yeah so you know cds are are what we understand as being the safest although bonds can be relatively safe as well Uh, a lot of people use those to diversify their portfolio there are several types of bonds i think most people have probably heard of at least a few of those those are treasury bonds uh, savings bonds municipal bonds and corporate bonds What people don't understand is that you can lose money in bonds. So for an example, if a company goes bankrupt, you could lose money there as well. If you have bought bought a bond, say, five, six, seven years ago at very low interest rates and interest rates are rising like what we're seeing today, we're also seeing that you could potentially lose money if you have to sell that bond before the maturity. So you can lose money in bonds from that sense, but typically it is safer and it is uh, used in a diversified portfolio. So investors that are looking for diversity in their portfolios, they may decide to set a percentage uh, of their money into a bond of some sort. Uh, Bonds generally carry lower risk than stocks, so what I would suggest, visit with your financial professional or give me a call as well. We can invest your CDs uh, and bonds for you, and we want to make sure that it fits in your portfolio.
1: Very good. Thanks a lot for coming in today, and have a good Easter weekend.
3: Yes, happy Easter as well.
1: Roger Frank is a registered representative of and securities offered through Berthold Fisher & Company of Financial Services, Inc., BFCFS member FINRA SIPC investment advisory services offered through bfc planning inc frank financial concepts bfcfs and bfc planning inc are independent entities i am a client of roger i am not being compensated coming up next businesses opening closing and moving around all the fun stuff happening in lincoln we'll be right back this city is my city and i love it yeah i love it i was born
0: Lincoln 3, K-L-I-N.
1: Thanks for joining us over your noon hour, or maybe it's your earbuds, maybe you're cleaning up your email. This is Robin Eshelman of Eshelman Commercial Real Estate here.
0: And Dave Albers of the Albers Company. This segment is possible today because of Realtors Association of Lincoln, Sartor-Hayman Jewelers, and
1: Lincoln Electric System. At 33rd and A Street, Larkspur Upholstery Studio opened. There was a chamber ribbon cutting. What they do out there is commercial and residential repair, reduce, reuse, and recycle of cushions and furniture. Not a lot of places do this anymore. You know, I think it's the IKEA generation and people just... Put put their couch out on their porch, <laughs> or by their mailbox, <laughs> and go. They can't
0: put their couch <laughs> on their porch, Robin. Very. M- 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 maybe some of our listeners remember when you were uh, on the city council and you were making an ordinance not to do that. Not I mean, to
1: leave your couch by your mailbox, but yeah, the a uh, lot more disposable furniture these days. So. That's definitely a niche to be repairing and replacing cushions and things like that. But there was a pretty notable company that I think went out of business, that yeah. Pekka's Interiors, and right. that would have left a gap. Yeah, they
0: were around for a long time. Oh,
1: they were around forever.
0: Yeah, yeah. long time. Uh, Crumble Cookie is opening at, uh, well, has opened at uh, 60th and O Street. And we mostly mention this because... They have maple bacon cookies, <laughs> if you happen to like that flavor.
1: If that's what you want. And a
0: lot of people uh, were following uh, Crumble Cookies. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've got m- millions of viewers.
1: Like two million likes or something like that. Yeah, and 60th and O, that would be over by Whole Foods, right?
0: Correct. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of by uh, Whole Foods or the Chipotle not too far, obviously, in the same parking lot area as uh, Lincoln Public Schools' uh, administrative offices.
1: It is definitely one of those take-a-picture-of-my-food things, because I've had friends that went there and showed that they bought these cookies for their kids. And, I mean, they were – they looked good, i got to tell you.
0: Hey, talking about education, when I mentioned Lincoln Public Schools, uh, out at 8800 uh, OSTRI, which is Southeast Community College uh, – they are building like crazy out there, Robin. This is a sixty seven thousand square foot STEM building, uh thirty-one million dollar building permit.
1: Yeah. A yeah. lot of a lot of construction dollars going on at eighty eighth and oh. They're also Doing an interior renovation with a little bit of exterior finish on their existing classrooms, putting some new offices in. We saw another building permit go through recently for them for $700,000. A lot of money going into state college education.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think that's... uh,
1: It's called JUCO. Some people call it junior college, you know, JUCO. Yeah.
0: Uh, Hey, let's jump south now uh, to South Point Mall.
1: Amish Furniture of Nebraska. They have stores in Elkhorn and Grand Island, and you know a little bit about this because you manage property in Grand Island, right?
0: Yeah, well, I was just familiar with them mostly because I had a friend of mine who ordered his furniture from Grand Island's Amish Furniture Hmm. uh, store. And it it's not like
1: it's not what you would picture in your head. Yeah, it's not with this old fashioned museum. It's not. It doesn't look like something out of a museum. No,
0: no It's it has a more.
1: It looks kind of contemporary. I mean, a, the, a, almost contemporary or modern, maybe.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'd say modern, probably more.
1: Yeah, not nice not straight, not IKEA, but yeah, straight. Not straight, no filigree, no. Right. Yeah.
0: So I mean that that's how I was uh, aware of it. So yeah, I, it
1: had that clean look that's very very popular with furniture right now, and it just it looked it looked in the pictures like decent quality. I haven't touched it, but
0: I, and that was my point is I saw this furniture; it is good quality furniture, at least the stuff that he had, uh, he and his wife. And so, I
1: I saw a picture at South Point, and it looked to me like it looked like the Pier one space. It looked like that's where. If maybe, that's so, then they'll have some nice visibility.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, we got a question, didn't we, Robin?
1: What is being built at 37th and Yankee Hill Road on the south side next to Lexus and opposite of Target? We did a little bit of investigating on this over at Eshelman Commercial Realty, sent our spy dub out to find out. And she found out this is going to be B Street Auto Body. It's a Lexus certified auto body collision shop, but they will work on other makes of cars. Um, man, the managers, even though it's not directly a Lexus operation, um, Lexus is very thrilled that someone is available to offer this service option to their customers. I I would imagine they've been having to do some of this out of Omaha and send
0: people back. Uh, I, I would and assume forth. so. I don't. Yeah, who knows. Uh, hey, Robin. We also had another question, and that was: Do you know what's going on in the old Four Star Gifts at 56, the old Cheney? And the answer is yes. O'Reilly's Auto Parts has opened uh, in that location uh, that Four Star card and Gift uh, was located for years and years.
1: Yeah. Thanks a lot for joining us. We'll be back next week.